Get it. The Bird Show. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Now you're going to end up in malls, maybe, if you're not doing any shopping online. Elbowing people to get to the item that you want. Maybe if you're working retail right now, those patients become really, really short, right? We don't want you yelling at your customers. We want you yelling on our Burt Show retail vent line. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Sounds a little bit like this when you call. Listen here, you mother I told y'all last year, don't call 911 for something stupid. It is not my fault someone took something out of your cart while you were in the middle of shopping and bought it when you weren't paying attention, and now they quote-unquote stole from you. Ma'am, it wasn't yours to begin with. It still belonged to Target. I'm super sorry, but a theft has not occurred. Also, to the person that stole the item or took it out of their cart or whatever the f*** you want to call it, I hate you. I hope you step on Legos for the rest of your damn life. If you're going to purchase a phone from a phone store, like T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, whatever it is, should I expect to wait an hour and for the entire process to take another hour, okay? Your question is not a quick one, okay? Just because I'm just bringing out a phone does not mean it only takes one second. There are certain procedures that we have to take, okay? I'm sorry that there are only two reps in the whole store. You are upset over the wait? I don't give a f- that you're here on a lunch break. I don't give a f- that you have a quick question, okay? We have to help everyone in the order that they came in, okay? It is not fair for you to just cut the line and just be like, oh, I just have to purchase something real quick. Go to f- Target then. Don't come to us. Go to Target. Go to Walmart. I don't give a f- for what f- you're getting, okay? Because I don't get paid enough, nor do I earn enough commission to deal with your bull. I don't know who the f- think you're talking to. Don't come in here hooping the hollering saying, I need to find this, I need to find that, because the ass should be had it. The only thing I need to do is stay black and die. Matter of fact, keep this same motherfucking energy after I punch out. Need me to fuck a lot. I'm going to fill that whole motherfucker up with uppercuts. Eat it. <laughs> that might be my favorite one ever. That might be my favorite one I ever. I don't even remember that from years back. <laughs> all right, so here's the number. We'll put it out on all our social, also on our website, 404-954-1360. Clearly, you can say anything that you want. Yes. Clearly, you can cuss as much as you want. Yes. We will voice disguise you. We will beep over the curse words. It's the Burt Show's Retail Vent Line, 404-954-1360. Uh, Kristen, Abby, Cassie, you ever dated a mama's boy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yep. Abby's up. Abby's up. Have I dated a mama's boy before? Yep. They will go to their mom for literally everything. If they don't know what to wear, call on their mom. They don't know what to eat, let's call my mom. Hey, have you met my mom yet? It, it, it's so f- bizarre, the attachment that these boys have to their mother. Is it initially endearing and then becomes problematic and annoying? It has never once been endearing to me. No. I want you to treat your mom with respect I do not want you to call her up while we're having dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I can honestly say, I mean, I've had some horrendous guys in my past, but I never dated a mama's boy. I just dated serial cheaters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cass? Yes, I have dated a mama's boy, and I am so glad that relationship did not work out. Um, She was very nice, but she definitely was... 
she would have been that mother-in-law, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like the quintessential yes. one where you're kind of at odds at. She's the matriarch of the family. Everyone knows it. But I remember, like, he was well in his 20s, like, and she'd walk by, she'd like, pull up your pants, and he'd pull, she'd pull up his pants what? for him, like, stuff like that. And it was just, I didn't go to church enough. I went every Sunday, but that wasn't enough for her. Yeah, and so it just was one of those, I knew there was no way I was ever going to live up to her expectations, even though she was a nice woman and their relationship was too close, dodged a bullet. Well, Kyle here, who wants to be on The Voice Disguiser, is married to a mama's boy. And now she's wondering here if she's in the wrong, because she, she probably knew what she was marrying, but has he gone too far? Hey, Kyle. Hi. Hi. All right. You're on The Voice Disguiser. Nobody can recognize your voice. So go ahead, air it out if you need to. I mean, I don't even honestly know where to start. I mean, mine has never liked me, ever. And the whole church thing, that is definitely a big part of it, for sure. Um, I'm Catholic. They're Christian. I don't think it's a huge difference, but apparently it is. I got a tattoo. I have an autoimmune condition she's not a fan of. Um, I mean, the (laughs) the list is pretty long, but I think it's just because... It's, someone took her away from her so but she just it's just non-stop and it, unfortunately over the years it's just gotten worse and a lot of it is her influence on my husband he has really never been I mean they're both just very wasteful with money um, I didn't I knew starting off that she was pretty bad with money but I didn't realize how bad he was until after we got married so that just has been a problem really for the last 17 years and it finally came to a head in january drew the lines in the sand but he still struggles i can tell he still struggles with you know her hurting her feelings because we're we're trying to kind of separate ourselves we had a therapy session i didn't go because i didn't have time to go to jail that day (laughs) so my parents were there um and his parents were there and it was pretty much like you gotta back off but now i'm pretty sure they hate me but whatever okay so i'm okay with it let me let me circle back for just one second okay and um I'm just going to play devil's advocate. So you did know what you were getting into here, though, right? Like, you knew what she was beforehand. You knew... No? I mean, I knew she was weird, but I didn't know how weird. Well, let's not focus on her, because she's not changing. Yeah. So let's focus on the hubby here. Like, you knew... Yeah. You knew what he was, right? Um, not all of it. The money, no. The money, I literally, on our wedding night... We left our reception. We were headed to the hotel my parents had gotten for us. And he was like, I got to stop and deposit some of that wedding gift money because I'm behind on my car payment. And I was like, oh, okay. And he deposited all that money. And then when we were on our honeymoon, I'm like, like, can we use some of that money? Like on some of these excursions? He's like, yeah, no. And so it was a very, that was a very... Mm slow progression finding all his money out for the next like couple months after so i literally had no idea about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and then the mom she just she wasn't really as bad until we had kids and then then it was really bad that's odd because well i mean i guess 50 50 
you have a 50-50 shot here because I know some mother-in-laws, when kids are on the line and you have you have leverage because you can withhold your kids from the grandparents, it actually improves mm. their behavior. Does it make it worse? Sometimes it goes the other way also yeah. where like they raise their kids so well that they're going to show you how to do it and you don't know what you're doing because <laughs> this is your first four kids. Um, gosh, I don't really know what to tell you here. Sounds like it's on your husband. Like you can't do a whole bunch yeah. here. Mom's not going to change. Mother-in-law's not going to change here. This has got to be a change with your husband. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's part of why we're in therapy. Yeah. Have you tried to so, re- have you tried to sit him down and, and genuinely explain to him how much this affects you in the relationship and that you uh well for lack of Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. We've had a lot of conversations about all this. So it's it's like now this is where I'm kinda like, okay. Who's more important in your life? So that's where we're at. We've had these conversations before, and as much as Mo is a great family dude, you've even said that, like, there's going to be a point where, you know, if you're getting married, uh, mom's going to be number two. Yeah, I I used to think I was a mama's boy until I started to hear the definitions that women have for mama's boy. Mine is very different. I just love my mother dearly, but my mom never intruded upon my relationships in a way where I had to sit her down. But if it came to that, I would have absolutely no problem telling my mom that she needed to fall back. That would be pretty easy for me to do. Yeah, you have to demand with him, I think, that not, I think, you have to demand to be number one. I mean, this is something he should be volunteering. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that he'll start seeing that a a little, I don't know. It's like he goes through spells with it. It's like sometimes she annoys him, she drives him crazy, this, that, and the other, but then... You know, then on the on the flip side, he'll want the kids to go over there, and the kids hate going over there, and it turns into a fight. You know, my poor mom, blah blah blah. And so I don't know. I don't. I, I just know that it's affecting a lot of different things in our relationship. So. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like, after 17 years, you mm. finally hit your limit. Yeah. You had a pretty high limit there, yeah. lady. <laughs> <laughs> I, am just, I am too low maintenance is the problem. I'm, I'm just a chill person. I'm very opposite of him. <laughs> so I just want to be happy and the kids to be happy mm. and everyone to be happy. And now it's kind of like, okay. Look, you've done this for You've done this for 17 years. Somebody gave me a great quote the other day and said, uh, when a woman is fed up, there's no turning back. And it sounds to me like you're reaching that limit right there. I think if I were you, I would fire that warning shot to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's heard it. He's heard it. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you, Kyle. Oh, no problem. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Get it. The Bird Show.